Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. You're welcome to Sunday School today. Today we are looking at Lesson 21 of our Teen Zeal. Before we start, let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you. Thank you because indeed you're a good God, a wonderful Father. Lord, be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, this morning we pray you have mercy on us in Jesus' name. As we go into your word, let the entrance of your word give us light and let it give understanding unto the simple in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit of God, minister to us in ways in which only you can in the name of Jesus. And Father, give us the grace even to be a doer of your word. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. You're welcome once again to Sunday School. And today, we're looking at Lesson 21 of our Teen Zeal. And the topic is Eight Evil. Eight Evil. We must eat evil. But before we go into this topic, we have a quick recap of our Lesson 20. And the topic was Praise God Always. We read Hebrew 13, 15, which also happened to be our memory verse for last Sunday. We says by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And at the end of that study, we were able to know how we can praise God. And the central truth for that lesson was let your lips bear the fruit of praise. And from last week's lesson, with the topic praise God always, we saw that the fruit of our lips are what comes out of our mouth which can either be good or bad. But the Bible encourages us to let the word of our mouth be full of praises and thanksgiving. The words of our mouth are a reflection of the state of our heart. And concerning the fruit of the mouth, we are to avoid evil, uh, corrupt communication, but we should minister grace to others. We are to understand that the power of death and life lies in our tongue and also to know that will give account of every idle word that come out of our mouth and we must keep our mind our mouth from destruction praise god and when we praise god always we will always enjoy his presence praising god always help us to be focused on god and not on our problems and when we praise god always he will do more for us and he will bless us and we shall be victorious and we can thank god through the fruit of our lips by singing unto him in worship and praises. When we share our testimony, it is also, you know, acknowledging God with the fruit of our lips, testimony of what he has done. When we tell others about the good news of the salvation and when we are being careful so that, you know, corrupt communication does not come out of our mouth. We don't uh, join others in unholy jesting and we are, when we, we are a blessing to others, all this we are praising God with the fruit of our lips. And when we praise God for what he has done for us, it shows that we have a grateful heart. And the Lord will help us to praise him always in the mighty name of Jesus. So going to our lesson for today, the topic is eight evil. Eight evil. And we're reading a Bible text which is taken from Genesis chapter 39 verse 1 to 10. I will read quickly from the New King James Version. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of guard, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, 
that and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hands. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house, and all that he had he put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had that the Lord blessed the Egyptians house for Joseph's sake and the blessings of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance and it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph and she said lie with me but he refused and said to his master's wife look my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all he has to my hands. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept anything back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So it was as she spoke to Joseph day by day that he did not eat her, to lie with her, or to be with her. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. So this is a story that we are all familiar with. You know, reading this story reminds me of Jacob, Joseph's father, how the Lord blessed Jacob, how the Lord blessed Laban because of Jacob. And we see that repeating itself in the life of Joseph, you know, in Potiphar's house. And from this text, we see that it was sold into slavery. Here, even in the land of slavery, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. Even in that situation, and the blessings of the Lord was evident in Joseph's life. He showcased God's glory in his life. He, he made and Potiphar uh, made him overseer, and the Lord blessed his master. And of course, we see that Joseph was handsome in in physique, in his look. He was successful, and in all this, he did not see it as a license to misbehave. You know, from this story, we see that. You know, Joseph found himself in a place he had never imagined, but he stayed committed to God and his duties. You know, maybe by adventure you are out there, you have found yourself in a position, in a situation where you have never imagined. You know, what Joseph was doing was an houseboy in that place, but he was committed to his God, he was committed to his duties. And from this story, we also see that success is not measured in the material possession that we have because the bible says that joseph was successful you know but success is measured in the uh, in the presence of god the abiding presence of god in our lives the lives um we are able to the blessings of the lord the blessing that the lord has bestowed upon us and you know these blessings are not things that money can buy and of course the life of impact that we live so success is not in the material possession we must seek god and follow his precept to be successful hallelujah and from the story we also see that he lived a life of holiness integrity a life of honesty and it was easy for god to reflect his glory in his life and it was also easy for his master to commit so many things into his life praise god so i'm going verse for this text for this topic is romans chapter 12 verse 9 Let's take it together. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Let love be without hypocrisy. Let love be without pretense. Let love be without selfishness. We must abhor what is evil. We must 
We must hate what is evil and we must cling to that that is good. And our lesson outcome is at the end of the lesson, we should know why we should hate evil. And the central truth is Jesus lives in you. He can give you power to stay away from evil. Hallelujah. You know, looking at our topic says hate evil. To hate is to feel intense dislike for something. And when you say something is evil, it is profoundly immoral and wicked. We say that according to the dictionary. In our introduction, God is holy. He hates sin. And anyone who has accepted him as his Lord and Savior is expected to hate what he hates and love what he loves. Sin is knowing God, knowing good, and doing otherwise as defined in James chapter 4 verse 17. In our paraphrase, it says, he who knows how to do good and does not do it, to that person it is a sin. You know, we have no power to do this. We need God to help us. We need God to help us. Hallelujah. James 4, 7. Hallelujah. So, moving on to our study guide. From the story of Joseph, you know, I've dealt with that during the study uh, preview because the teachers had to give eight minutes to teenagers to write five sentences about Joseph from our text. Okay? So, I saw this online. Say God's presence is a blessing. We see that in the life of Joseph. From the life of Joseph, we see we must run from sin at all costs. Faith in adversity is a weakness to others. We can thank God in all circumstances. God uses suffering from good. Mercy triumphs over judgment. So from us, um, from our zeal, there are six things that has been written concerning this story. The Lord made Joseph successful as a slave to Potiphar. He was a slave. He was sold into that family. And God made him to be successful. Joseph's master promoted him to the ruler of his entire household. So even in his position as a slave, he was promoted. He became the overseer of that house. Such that Potiphar did not even know what he had in the house. But uh, Joseph did. Potiphar trusted all he had to the care of Joseph. Potiphar's wife started admiring Joseph and wanted Joseph to love her. Joseph refused to do this great wickedness and sin against God. And Joseph resisted as Potiphar's wife continued to tempt him. So that is the summary of that story. And let's move on. So how can we hate sin? We have seen that to hate is to have intense you know, feeling of dislike for sin. Sin is immoral wickedness. So the first is that we must be born again. You cannot begin to hate sin if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That is where it starts from. Be born again. Accept Jesus. Turn from your wicked ways. Acts 3, 19 says, Repent it therefore and be converted. So at the time of refreshing, we come from the presence of the Lord. So we have to repent. We have to be converted. If you have not given your life to Christ this morning, today, is another time you can give your life to Jesus. And we must allow the Holy Spirit to take His place in your heart and lead you. Allow the Holy Spirit to take His place. We are looking at how we can hate sin. So that when you allow the Holy Spirit, your conscience is alive. As you're doing those things, is you know, it's talking to you. And of course, we must love God. We must love God. We must fear God. We must fear God. We must fill our hearts with the Word of God. And we must fill our hearts with good thoughts. Philippians 4, 18. 
that whatsoever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever, whatsoever is just, noble of good, reporting on those things. Because from the from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. From the abundance of the heart, we take action. Praise God. And hide your God's word in your heart. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I will not sin against you. We see that see that in Psalm 119, verse 11. And why should we hate sin? Still looking at our study guide. Because God hates sin. God cannot stand sin. So we must, and if we say we love God, we must love what He loves and hate what He hates. He hates sin. And of course, sin will prevent us from entering into eternal life. Sin will not allow us to enjoy God's blessing here on earth. Sin brings sicknesses and diseases. And sin brings death. The wages of sin is death. We see that in Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Praise the Lord. So we have seen from the life of, uh, of Joseph that he did not succumb to sin, even in the face of his situation. Praise God. Because if he had done it, Pharaoh would not have known, really. But he knew that his God will know. So our discussion, why did Joseph see the sin as against God and not against his master? I'll just quickly read what some of our teenagers have written. Sephaniah said, I believe he had the fear of the Lord. If he saw the sin as against his master alone, then it would have been okay for him to commit any other sin. But because the fear of the Lord resides in him, he understood purpose and the calling he had enough not to forfeit it and offend God. Amen. Winifred wrote, Joseph saw the sin as against God, not against his master, because he had the fear of God in him, not the fear of his master. And in addition, you know, I feel that he has been taught about the Lord, and he has encountered God, who sees and knows all things himself, and he chose to hold God in high esteem rather than men. He chose to fear and please God rather than men. Hallelujah. So in conclusion, in conclusion, though Joseph was a slave in Potiphar's house, the Lord was with him, and he caused everything he did to succeed. If you hate evil, God's hands will be upon you, and he will prosper you. God wants you to be like him and hate sin. So we must fear the Lord. We must please God rather than men. Hallelujah. You know, if you find yourself in a situation where you, you have not thought of, just hold on to God and don't misuse your position if the Lord is blessing you. Amen. So there are some questions in this uh, zeal, in our the PowerPoint version. Let's lay our hands on it and the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. Thank you, everlasting.